If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back. It was a great week for us here on the Odd Shopper channel, so we appreciate you hanging with us as always. Linkwist has you Monday through Friday. I get you for the weekend at Shander Show. It's the best way to follow me on Twitter. Here, best thing to do is hit the thumbs up button. Subscribe to the Odd Shopper channel. We got a couple of big ones on the MLB Parlay video. If you're watching me do that throughout the week, Thursday was a gigantic night. That's why we're here to roll it into the weekend, and we will do so looking at every single game on the Saturday slate starting now. Here we go. Game one of the doubleheader. That's the one we touched, the early one here. It's projected Zach Wheeler, which means that my fills are going to start Bradley Falter in the evening and RIP to anybody's evening tickets here in South Philadelphia. That doesn't matter to us. We only care about this first game. And look, Friday night aside with what you saw with the Mets getting to Aaron Nola, I don't see that happening with Zach Wheeler. And look, I mean, I'm wearing a Sixers shirt, all right? So don't accuse me of being all homered up with the Phillies in this game. I'm just looking at the pitching matchup with Wheeler favoring the Phillies in this case. And arguably with Chris Bassett, I don't think you can make that strong of a claim, even with Aaron Nola on the hill. This is a great opportunity on the other side for wheels to get to the Mets. And then the Mets have been able to get to a lot, except really in this pitching rotation Zach Wheeler consistently weather the heat the humidity I'm here let me tell you it should pick up and we know that Kyle Schwarber now back into the lineup so the Phillies are starting starting doesn't happen overnight starting to get back into this Nola gets hammered on Friday I'm fine with Zach Wheeler numbers should help after Friday night anyway so we'll lean and you can let me know what you think here on the chat whatever you're leaning whatever you like we don't have it up yet. When it is, let me know. But I'm leaning Phillies on the money line. Call me whatever you want. It's fine. Just don't violate the YouTube terms. All right, let's head to the Yankees-Jays game. Garrett Cole, Mitch White. Mitchell White, as he's called in the clubhouse. Cole stands really good chance here for the Yankees to snap out of whatever this is that's gone on here. And it's been really bad. It's been difficult to watch if you're a Yankees fan. But if you're like 98% of the rest of baseball that just enjoys the Yankees' misery, then we're all having fun at their expense. But the reality is, from a betting standpoint, this is a great chance to just swoop in and play the pitching matchup with Garrett Cole. The numbers there jump off the roof. 32% K rate with a low walk rate here as well. But... Jay's second best road team. All right, what are we talking about? First five scoring average. I still think we defer to Cole. Take advantage of Garrett Cole and the K rate, the metric, the Lindy's metrics 
over Toronto more than anything. So what is that transfer? Actually, not a Yankees win so much as the Yankees just are in a game and control the game. We like the under seven and a half. Hey, we still have this free, really, it's an awesome opportunity at BetMGM. It's a risk-free opportunity up to $1,000. And all you really need to do is just click the link below or you can use the promo code OSMLBPICKS. It's simple because this is an opportunity now for you to double, triple, maybe more your bankroll leading into the fall. So I'm sure a lot of you all geeked up for college football already jacked into betting you with Gajeski and Rasa has been up here for a little bit, or it's just the NFL. You're so ready for the NFL that you're watching frame by frame. Loffy break down every single preseason bet for like a nine-game slate on a random Friday in August. You're ready for football, all right? That's clearly the bottom line here. So put your bankroll up to $1,000 at BetMGM and then put anything you want up to a K as your first bet. It's risk-free, and you could possibly walk away with doubling or tripling your bankroll before a game's even played. To Detroit. We're excited about going to Detroit. Angels in town. This game is ugly, and the pitching matchup is except for one opportunity, and that's Reed Detmers blowing away the Tigers' bats. Tyler Alexander starts for Detroit, and he's not that bad, all right? And when I mean the game is ugly, it's just because of where these two teams respectively are, and the pitching matchup just doesn't jump off the page, and nor should it, right? But here's the thing with Alexander. He just He's not getting run support. That's the theme for a lot of Detroit pitchers, who aren't usually as bad as their win-loss, which you should never use as an indication, would say Detmer's strong K rate against Detroit, 24.2%. I see him running through this lineup often. Tigers' fourth worst, first five scoring average. The K left and right doesn't even matter. Detmer's gets it. Angels on the run line. And let's lock that sucker up. All right, so Chicago for the Cubs and Brewers. Saw how this thing played out earlier on Friday. Higher scoring game should continue with that pitching matchup. Now, on the surface, pitching matchup, high scoring game, Freddie Peralta may not mesh together here, but follow me. Marcus Stroman's on the other side. Stroman has a decent walk rate, but when he gets hit, that sucker flies. And that's a really good opportunity to take advantage of, especially in the early part of the game. So, I think we'd be leaning over, right? Nope. Thunderstorm. This game may not even be played. If you are going to place a wager on anything from a side to a money line spread, what have you, take the under because the rain is coming to town on the north side of Chicago, and we don't want any part of that. So I'm leaning under, but my goodness, I wouldn't make a wager on this, and I think you're foolish too. Is that? Are, are we allowed to say that here? Are we allowed to talk people down from at least one game? All right, I'm getting the thumbs up from Alicia. So therefore, it, it's powers and number if we're wrong, or yeah, something along those. Let's head to Baltimore. Michael Waka on the hill for the Red Sox, taking on the O's. O's still just struggling. And it's an overall struggle. It's like a painful, slow struggle here for Baltimore. And here they come, just explode. They truly explode against Boston on Friday night. But what should not be overlooked is that Boston hit the hell out of Baltimore, just like Baltimore hit the hell out of Boston. It just did not transfer over into Red Sox runs. I think the hitting is a lot more consistent here, something to fall back on now that Waka takes the hit hill and is really good when it comes to a low hard hit rate. So 
Looking at that, Kyle Bradish on the other side, 166 whip. Sorry, uh, I think that's not going to, unless you're going to get 19 runs or whatever the hell they score on a Friday night, I don't think they have enough to out hit their starting pitcher. Boston has a decent first five scoring average on the road, and they should get a nice bump against Bradish there. And I mean, he's just got such a ridiculous walk rate. It's hard to ignore. So when we look at this, we'd like to bring the lock back. I think it's been a little bit, but then that's fine. We'll bring it right back. Red Sox money line. Lock this sucker up. Again, Orioles had this huge explosion, but Boston hit the ball a ton in Baltimore. And I think the difference on Saturday, simple. Two words, Michael Waka. All right, to Tampa Bay, Royals in town. And here you would need a major performance. Like you would need an ace level performance from Chris Pubich to outduel Drew Rasmussen and just take down this Tampa Bay Rays team locked in the playoff chase. Well, I don't need to tell you out there, and you can remind me or anybody else if you disagree, although you may be shot down in the chat. Chris Bubich is just not that. I mean, you're not going to get an ace. You're not going to get any. You get a two of spades at most level performance. Nothing even from a face card that you could equate. Whip is atrocious. One six. So he's not getting enough run support. That's the worst combination you can have. Putting people on the bag and not getting run support. That's basically the microcosm of the Royals all season. Embodied in one human being Saturday in Chris Bubich. Drew Rasmussen's fine here. Kate Prop written all over him. I'll let the boys on the premium discord handle that one. But I would be inclined pending the number to go over that simply because he should just run through again this lineup. So we bring the lock right back. And in this case, we're going to go run line here. Rays run line at home against Kansas City. Chris Bubich. It's going to be a problem over there. So we don't know how long these last. Nobody tells us until it's like, hey, you really only have a day to, to get this out. So I'm guessing that you may have maybe a week or so before football season. Week zero in college starts to kick in. And then all of a sudden, BetMGM is going to offer something new. This is major right now. A risk-free opportunity up to $1,000. And you don't need or have to put it. You don't, oh, it's not, you must put it down. Nothing like that. All you need to do is put in up to a thousand dollars, hundred dollars, two fifty, five hundred, fifty bucks, whatever you're comfortable with. Okay, if it's somebody just loading up up to a K, somebody just yeah, I see all your videos here. I want to test the waters at BetMGM. Put fifty bucks in. Either way, it doesn't matter because your first bet up to a thousand is going to be risk free. Put it on whatever you want. Cooper's got the WNBA playoffs here for you on a roll so you might as well just put maybe the two-leg parlay as a risk-free opportunity why not it misses right back in your account it hits you've doubled your bankroll before it even starts the links below the promo code osmlb picks to cleveland we go now the other chicago team this time the white Sox on the road friday i think is a really strong reminder here of what this series between these two teams on a whole can be with solid starting pitching. Meaning you may have a mistake, and it's probably if you get the right pitching matchup, which I think you saw on Friday, Mackenzie Lynn, one mistake. Other than that, pretty much scoreless 
and low scoring through that first five, which is a representation clearly of the starting pitching, right? So Saturday, we'll further that here with Johnny Cueto and Shane Bieber. Now, we rolled with the Biebs last week overall. This time, we'll factor in Johnny Cueto to the equation. These teams are pretty much league average when you look at first five scoring average as a whole, where the White Sox are on the road and Cleveland is at home. But the big difference is that you've got good pitching. You, you do have, with between Cueto and Shane Bieber, these are two guys with low enough whips and decent to good enough K rates to where it can help mitigate that decent first five scoring average again for sure. And it, neither one of these teams are doing much. I mean, they're league average. So, lock, once again, this is it. Three straight locks, I think, or at least two of the last three. I think it was three straight. Under seven and a half again. Public loves the overs, right? Ah, oh, we love offense. We love big bats. We love that ball when it flies. But the reality is, on these games, as we stay a little earlier here, it's going to be a little more difficult for the ball to fly. So let's go to Pittsburgh. Now, Cincinnati's in town, and we're going to continue to target our young friend, Mr. Dunn, on the red side. It's not his fault. It's just what we have in front of us. And really, this game... Two teams that are just absolutely offensively bad. I mean, they just, they don't give a shit. They really don't. I mean, they're just terrible. This is a real, this is the hardest game on the board, really, to look at. Because unpredictable, dangerous, backed in a corner, given up, lifeless. Any one of these terms can be applied to either one of these two teams from a plate to a pitching standpoint. So the unpredictability alone of two teams who have just been beaten up and down this season, now taking each other on. On top of that, where we are, what, August 20th this Saturday, very difficult. So what jumps out, Jamie Dunn? That's it. I mean, he jumps out. Auto fade for the Reds. I don't think there's anything more you can look at that. Tyler Beatty on the hill for the other side with Pittsburgh. And look, three-plus innings. He's normally an opener, but he's been stretched out somewhat. Three-plus innings in three of his last four starts with two of those. Holding opponents scoreless. Two of those four starts. Yeah, Pittsburgh is a bad team. But you know what? Cincinnati's worse in this case because of their starting pitcher. So we like. We don't need to lock. We don't need to love. We like. This is like the introductory phase of a relationship, be it personal or professional. Just getting to know. Just the first stages of the dance. We like Pittsburgh on the money line. To Minnesota. Now, this will be a little more interesting. Glenn Otto versus Chris Archer as the Rangers are in town. So word of the day here in this game, whip. That's it. We target that. Neither one of these guys from Otto to Archer are going to do much when you look at a whip. They're just not a threat consistently, at least, to keep base runners off the bag. So first overplay, but here's how it's going to go down because the Rangers are really going to have to pull their weight. Not and then some, but just simply pull their weight. I like the Twins, top 10, first five scoring average at home, and they should be able to attack Otto's 4.96 ERA and even worse, the 1.42 whip. Now let's look at Archer. Rangers also, this is where it gets fun. Rangers are also top five road scoring in the first five average. Neither have enough to really pull out of jams as far as the pitching. So let's lock in the over. Eight and a half, as you see. Still think that's a low number. Probably at nine makes a little more sense based on how bad both of these pitchers are and keeping base runners off. But you know what? Eight and a half feels like a gift. So let's lock it up to Atlanta. 
This will be fun. Christian Javier versus Spencer Strider. Fun in the regard that I think you're going to get one of two extremes. You're either going to get Javier and Strider to maybe give up one run between them through the first five innings, or somebody's going to just get destroyed. Somebody's going to make a mistake, and it's going to lead to a lot worse. Now, odds are that it's going to be Spencer Strider who does that. And we've seen that Strider could probably get you five, six Ks and not even make it to the third inning. Here, though, is what I think you have to look at. The K rate is astronomically high, which is good for both Javier and Strider. So 30 mid to high 30s, mid for Javier, high for Strider. And we get it. I mean, Strider has that propensity to implode, and that's ultimately what we'll look at. But before we even get there, the walk rate for both of these guys, a little uncomfortable at 9%. And it's worth a mention because that's usually the start of Strider's undoing versus Javier, who just is able to get out of some jams. Astros were there. They were the play. Right side on Friday. I maintain that. I'm not shying away on Saturday. So we'll break out the like button for Houston on the money line. And I'll take that dog value at plus 126 here and know that I'm getting a really good opportunity before this thing gets down to maybe plus 110, if not even money. Oakland, Logan Gilbert, James Caprillion. Nothing really jumps out of this game. In fact, if we weren't doing this video and we weren't running through each and every game on the slate and it was my choice of maybe omitting a game, this would be number one. It's just, eh, it sits there. It doesn't really do much. But you start to scrape away from all that nonsense at the top, which is just boring filth. And you get a really good angle here with Logan Gilbert. And I love attacking Logan, Logan Gilbert, if I can say it right on the slate, mainly because this is a perfect example. This season alone might be one of the better examples of why you don't attribute win-loss record to a pitcher. Because Gilbert is just the benefit of run support more so than anything else. He doesn't do much. The metrics aren't there. He would make Eric Lindquist just scoff at all these low-level metrics that he has, including the K-rate. Look, the A's are aggressive, and this is the last point I'll make about this game. Oakland is turning to a lot of young bats. And in baseball, at the end of the year, where it doesn't matter as much if your team's winning or losing because you're out, you get aggressive. Young, aggressive bats can get after Logan Gilbert, especially because Gilbert doesn't have it on his own. So I like the A's. In fact, I like the A's to run the run line on the A's, lock this up with these young bats. It's going to be tough for Gilbert to pitch around them. So let's take advantage of some circumstances. Not going to be like this all the time for Oakland, but in this particular case on Saturday, absolutely. Two cores field, and we expect the ball to fly. Look at that total. It's 11. It's probably going to be our play, but over under will be determined really on the pitching matchup here. So in order to target, truly target an over at Coors Field, you have to look at targeting one or both of the starting pitchers. So first three and then last two innings, right? Eight, nine, pending it doesn't go extras because that's where a guy in the bullpen who's not used to the altitude, is not used to that on the road, for example, can make a major mistake. So Ryan Feltner, I feel like he's popped up here before, and this is the second time through the rotation. He's not good. Not good. Ryan Feltner in Colorado is not good at all. So you just went from like, nah, not good to like, holy shit, this is bad. 
Giants should blow this thing open in the first three innings. Feltner is just terrible. I'm, I'm probably putting it nicely at this point, but that's three straight times I told you how bad he is. Now four, so I don't even know how many more times. He's awful. Colorado's home splits, though. Here's the thing. The home splits from the plate are there. Now, Feltner could give up nine in the first three, but the Rockies are still getting the pitching. As crazy as this sounds, way more consistent at home, but makes sense with the altitude. So, Rockies get us three runs. That's it. Just get us three runs, Colorado, and this isn't over. I like it because I can't count on three runs, but I think we should. I honestly do. I think we should get that against Alex Cobb, who is good. The metrics are there, but he's hittable. Arizona hosting St. Louis. Madison Bumgarner will be victimized. I have that written down on my sheet. I just read that word for word. That's pretty much the theory here. That that That's the game. All right, St. Louis is taking on a pitcher who has been destroyed, assaulted on the mound in three of his last four starts. Gave up six runs last time out, and over those four starts, the whip is 1.8. St. Louis is pretty good. In case you haven't heard, like, you might be new to the video. Hey, let us know. Hit the chat up. See what's going on. Give us any feedback. Good, bad, ugly. You may be new here to the video. We go through each and every game across the board on Saturday. But you know that's bad. And also that St. Louis is pretty good. Like, they hit the ball really hard against Madison Bumgarner. It's going to fly. So it doesn't even matter who's pitching for St. Louis. Now, I'm going to tell you, it's Dakota Hudson, but ultimately it doesn't matter. Yeah, probably if Arizona just bat everybody from the left side of the plate, they could get to Dakota Hudson, but not nearly enough. Cardinals run line. Let's bring it back out. Lock it up here as I absolutely love this one. One of my favorite plays. All right, let's do it. Two to go, and we'll hit San Diego first. Padres, they just aren't good enough, and the books caught up because they were laying two and a half in the run line. They're just not good enough. Anything two and a half, if you see this move to two and a half, it is an auto fade for San Diego. Just don't do it. They don't get the benefit of the doubt as bad as they have been. I'm sorry. So, even if it's Joe Musgrove on the hill, which it happens to be on Saturday, this is not a two-and-a-half run play. At one-and-a-half, it opens up a conversation. Here's the thing, though. Only six teams in baseball have a higher first-inning scoring average than Washington on the road. So, as forgettable as this season is for the Washington Nationals, the one thing that they still have been able to do, and I do an NRFI video seven days a week. There's one up today, mind you. Whatever today is, if you're watching it, whenever you may watching today, we do it seven days a week. So I'm following this stuff. This is not just like, oh, Washington did it before they traded Juan Soto. Uh-uh. They're still scoring runs for some reason consistently on the road in the first inning. That's enough for me just to open the door up here. Josiah Gray, not horrible, but Josiah Gray, decent whip. Hasn't get really won't get destroyed at the plate, even though San Diego has the potential, potential possibility, but they won't because they haven't, they haven't yet. So this is really good here because we can take advantage of Josiah Gray and the Washington Nationals doing a couple of things. Doesn't mean they're going to win the game. I was tempted to go on the run line, but I think the better play is that Gray and the Nats are just in this thing. And we saw on Friday night, really Thursday, pardon me, we saw on Thursday how Washington and really with San Diego, if they win or stay in that game, it's going to be low scoring. I like the under seven and a half. Last one here for you. All right. We wind down in L.A. Miami's in town. It's the debut night 
for Dustin May. Now, I don't know if they're going to have Dustin May bobbleheads, a Dustin May t-shirt. I don't know what they're going to have, but it's his first start this year. It comes off the 60-day, and so far, we're told that no reason to expect any issues with a pitch count. Here's the thing. I'm never worried about a pitch count ahead of time. I'm worried about a pitch count in-game. Friday night, just to bring you back full circle where we began, or maybe that's the 180 since we won't end there. Either way, Friday night, we saw this with Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola gets pounded by, really, the first two, three innings by the Mets. Awful pitch to Alonzo Ball goes, but he's still in there. He still gets the rope to get nine Ks. He still gets the rope to go deep into this game. I don't think you're going to get that for Dustin May. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter. All of that doesn't matter. Why? Because the Miami Marlins don't score on the road. They struggle. They struggle in the first inning. They struggle in the fifth inning. They struggle in the ninth inning. They're not a road team, right? Like, you're not a morning person out there. That's probably why you're watching this thing at, like, 1138 on the East Coast. Miami doesn't do much on the road at all from an offensive standpoint. Third worst in road scoring average through the first five innings. One of six teams to fail to average at least two runs during that stretch on the road. Strong spot for May to stretch out. Probably get 80, 90 pitches and go through five, six innings. So I lean, and you can let me know what you see on the chat, please, by all means. But I'm leaning Dodgers run line here to maximize the value. Thanks for hanging with us. We're back Sunday to look at everything, including that early game. And you know where we're going to hit there. Thanks to Alicia for producing. Thanks to you out there. Hit the thumbs up button. What? You haven't already? Come on. How many times do you hear Eric Linkwist demand that you hit the thumbs up button throughout? We want you subscribed really more than anything. And the chat, keep it coming. Keep it coming. When you see a game that we've leaned pop up, whenever it is, wherever book you're at here, BetMGM, Make sure you hit us up on the comment section and let us know where you're leaning as well. And we'll see you on Sunday. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.